Welcome to this Star Wars special of Cos Stories with me, Kev D Cosplay. I had a chance to sit down with three very good friends and three of my favourite Star Wars cosplayers as we had a pre-Star Wars celebration celebration. We covered a lot of ground so I'm not going to spend too much time here in this introduction. We're just going to get straight into it. Here's the Star Wars special. Hello there. Let's get into some introductions. So I've got Infinity Time Master. Hello there. Hope you're doing well, my good friend. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't have gone for a different Star Wars quote. I started with hello there, but never mind. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, you do I've it. Got, <laughs> I've got Hetty Elliott narrates. Here I am. Interesting choice of voice there. Are you going to be doing that throughout the entire podcast? Yes. Okay. And I've also got Wrecker's Love Child, who has insisted on being called Love Child for the duration. Yes. Ah, hello. Brilliant. So, we're all here. Wonderful. Interesting. Interesting choice of introductions there, people. Let's dive straight in. This is a Star Wars special, so let's go with... The, uh, the easy one, right? How did we all get into Star Wars? I'll start with mine. Quite simply, the re-releases came about when I was a kid. Everyone went nuts for them. Walkers did like this massive promotion where you were collecting um, Tezos. I don't know if any of you are old enough to remember Tezos, but I ended up collecting oh. like... So basically, you had to eat crisps to get these small plastic discs. <laughs> and I ended up filling two folders worth. So I had a lot of crisps back then. But yeah. I went to uh, see the re-releases, fell in love with it straight away. So what? Uh, I hope you guys have got a better story than I've got there, though. So let's start with, start with Hetty. Hetty, how did you get into Star Wars? So my dad is a massive sci-fi uh, nerd, is probably the best word for it. Um, but he only really liked Star Trek, Stargate, all of that jazz. Um, but when we went to his parents' house on a Sunday, uh, we would watch whatever's on, like preview i guess or channel one um, or four and it would always be like the reruns of the star wars films um and i was hooked i probably watched the prequels first um because i'm young like that uh and i loved them i loved the pod racing um and from there i insisted we buy the vhs because i'm not that young <laughs> uh, and we watched them until the vhs tapes died That's oh nice oh nice I, lo I love the mention of uh, VHS after I uh, showed my age with Tezos. At least, uh, at least I'm not too old. Guys, want to chime in? What about Love Child? Um, yeah, so I got into Star Wars again quite young. Um, man, showed me the films. Um, we watched probably very similar to Hetty, the, the rewatches that were on, like religiously every couple of weeks. Um, so I had a, a hideous amount of of vision vision into star wars from a young age um <clears throat> there's a picture of me somewhere um of when i was in like year three or four book day um i decided i wasn't gonna do a book character and i went to Darth mall so there you go that was my that was my little intro into into star wars went straight for the bad guy and an introduction into cosplay as well cosplay yeah. from a young age into school brilliant and infinity time master uh, well, uh, my dad took me to see uh, The Phantom Menace in, when it came out in 1999. Really enjoyed the movie and then went, I want to know more about Star Wars. He introduced me to the original trilogy. Utterly adored them. 
And then it's just been ever since then, really. I've just been a Star Wars nut. Brilliant. Fantastic. I noticed a um, a pattern there with the three of you in contrast to me, um, with you all watching the prequels before watching the, the originals. Now, would you say that your experience of watching the prequels first was a better way of viewing it? Or would you say the the original intended watch the originals prequels and then dare we say sequels which way which way which way round do you guys prefer anyone feel free to chime in i i I think you've got to go with release order oh that's what oh go on hey (laughs) well right okay so for me because of the way that i watched them i would say that the i am your father wasn't the big moment for me but the fact that anakin turned to the bad side was and i think we like or my generation anyway, avoided a lot of the like prequel gatekeeping because that was the movies that we grew up with. So I probably love the prequels because I saw them first. Mm. And I love Chancellor Palps being evil. And I know you're with me on that one at least, Al. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I loved like to see the growth of of the character and then um, the build-up of Darth Vader through that. And also then with the um, like the Clone Wars, which is one of my favourite series of all times, um, and like all of the stuff in between, I think it really built up the sequels for me. So I think seeing the sequels and then the original trilogy was good for for my love. Sequels, sequels first. Prequels, <laughs> oh, my words. Prequels. Seeing the prequels and then the originals. I I think it's got to be the original trilogy first, and I say that because. More recently, probably only the last three or four years, um, I managed to get my wife into Star Wars. Um, and her seeing the prequels first, I think, lost a lot of that Vader hype. And I like the fact that you don't know who Vader is. And if you, if you don't know who Vader is, if you watch the prequels, but once then you get into the original trilogy after watching the prequels, you already know who Vader is. Um, so for me, it lost a little bit of that character building because then when suddenly in the Return of the, Return of the Sith, you did find out that Anakin was Darth Vader all along. It added a little bit more warmth to that for me. It adds That's a bit fair. more tragedy. It adds a bit more tragedy watching it sort of originals first. Then you yeah. watch the prequels because you know where Anakin's story's going. In a way, you kind of know the ending, but it's still tragic watching it because there's no way it's going to change. He's going to become Darth Vader whether you like it or not. And it's just the little tidbits it sets up for the uh, with the original sets up for the prequels that I like. Plus, the "I am your father" line isn't as impactful if you watch the prequels before the originals. No, yeah, it definitely wasn't. But also, yeah. I was very young watching all of them. And they were just, on their like, TV, they were all coming out all at the same time anyway. So they have kind of moulded into one thing yeah. on a Sunday <laughs> evening in my mind. So, <laughs> Dare I say that watching the prequels first kind of makes Darth Vader the main character throughout as well. Because of I mean, course, he prequels, is the main character. He, he is. It's Anakin, <laughs> Anakin story. It's, the Anakin story. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a Skywalker saga. Yeah. If you ask me, then of course, he, he, always, he always is the main character. But dare I say, because the prequels is naturally Anakin's story and then the, uh, and then the originals, that's, that's Luke's story. But mm-hmm. by watching the prequels first, you sort of just get a continuation of Anakin's story. From from my perspective, it sort of glosses over Luke's story, which, again, from my perspective, isn't as important anyway. But while we are on the subject of the films, what would we say is everyone's favourite? Because I always jump between either Empire or Revenge of the Sith. Mm. Ooh. 
it's got to be Empire Strikes Back for me. It just that film changed everything story wise in that trilogy. It's such a darker the sort of theme compared to the first film. Obviously, the one of the greatest cinema reveals of all time. I am your father. No spoilers. Well, spoilers, but it's been out for years. Um, <laughs> it's been out for years. It's forty five years old. We're doing a podcast about Star Wars. There's definitely going to be spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Spoilers. I I, I just feel Revenge of the Sith, for for me, again, Vader being my favourite character, that being the film where he becomes Vader, I think that's that's why it's such a a beloved film for me, and which is why, yeah, I mean, I I can't decide whether it's Empire or Revenge um, for me. What What about the other two? So I'm going to throw a controversial one out there. Um, Rogue One is my favourite Star Wars film. <coughs> Nothing controversial about that, really. It's, it's just beautiful. Really and the fact that you know, or I knew what was going to happen, um, made it more like, devastating. And Jyn Erso <laughs> is by far um, my favourite uh, Star Wars lady. Um, maybe that's to do with it, the fact that Felicity Jones plays her and I've had a massive crush on her from forever and I think she's a fantastic actress but I just think there's so much going on in that film and it's just beautiful and all the gritty bits of Star Wars that sometimes you miss oh, it's, it's, it's superb I think, yeah <clears throat> I think I'd have to agree I really struggle with a favourite Star Wars film because the Sith is very 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 good and obviously it's it's, it's my error but Rogue One was also very, very good. And it, I think it's because it gave that kind of like ulterior view on, on the Star Wars universe mm. as we knew it. It wasn't it wasn't a Jedi story. It um, expanded the universe. Yeah, and it, I think it opened up so many corridors to what we're seeing now. Um, different series and stuff like that that uh, they're explaining the universe, but they're not, they're not following that uh, Skywalker saga. Mm. Um, yeah, it's got to be... If I could pick a pick a pick a film from each each saga, I think we'd just throw the sequels in the bin. Um, we would pick Avengers of the Sith. We would pick Rogue One, and we'd pick Empire Strikes Back. To be honest, because technically Rogue One is the same as the sequels, so controversial or not. Well, to be honest, like Rogue One did such a good job because basically the film could be called Rogue One, covering up a plot hole story. But they actually made it work. They made it work. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, Rogue One, the plot hole cover-up. Yeah, I mean, the the thing I love about Rogue One as well is just how it seamlessly list just leads in to uh, to a New Hope as well. Um, and I yes. think it's, uh, it, 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 it's, it's it's brilliantly made. I think if I had to pick one from each trilogy, can we not say Force Awakens? Because I mean, it's it's just basically a rehash of um, A New Hope, is it not? It's the exact same storyline. To be honest, mm-hmm. it's still a fun... It's, you can criticise the story. I still had a fun time with that film. I still came out I, with a stupid grin on my face, and that's why I, 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 don't, I don't hate the sequels. I think, I, I, I think if you just enjoy them as as Star Wars films, then, then you can enjoy them. I just think the story was just so broken and disjointed. You could tell that it was being handled by different people and that they didn't have the same vision and that's what left me a bit sad. Like, I love the characters, but I wish we could have seen more of Finn and more of Poe and I wish Ray had more development because I feel like there was more to explore there and I just felt a little bit disappointed because they didn't go as far as they could have or explore it in the ways that Mm. I would want them to. I don't hate... Yeah, and I think you're probably right. I, just, I think I think there is so there's there's so much 
so much to be wanted from those films that, yeah. that it just didn't deliver on. Yeah, it's, it's a totally like waste of potential. Yeah, like, exactly. And we've just yeah. rehashed a new hope. They mm. had a bigger Death Star. That's exactly. Still had Han Solo. That's exactly what Force Awakens was. It was. It was mm. just a rehash of of a new hope. Much I I, I cinema thinking that. But uh, we we have mentioned how Rogue One sort of like opened up a world that wasn't just about the Jedi. It wasn't just about mm. the uh, the Skywalkers. Um, Love Child, you and I, we've, um, I will be calling you Love Child throughout this podcast. You and I have spoken in the past about how it's nice to watch content that's not just about the Jedi and not just about laser swords. So in terms of the shows, Love Child, I think I know what your favorite is anyway. What, what stands out for us with the, uh, with the shows? Me personally, I absolutely love Mandalorian. I think it's fantastic. But for you guys, what 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 stands out? I'm a sucker for for Star Wars in general. So at the moment, we're getting all this Star Wars content, and I, I don't even know where to look. Like Wednesday's right. my favorite. Wednesday's my favorite day of the week. Um, <laughs> it is going to be probably until celebration because after Bad Batch, we then got Mando. Um, so we've not even got a pause, and then suddenly we're at celebration in London, and you're like, oh, okay, I did with all of this. Just just keep it coming, please, all year round, like a little drip. Yes. But for me, so I fell into a very, very, very big Star Wars hole when Disney Plus came out. And the Clone Wars was there and it was available. It was easy to see. And I think probably for me, Clone Wars really, really ignited that fire. Plus it introduced the Bad Batch. I think that's probably my, I would say that's probably my number one. So... For me, um, I probably had a similar like Star Wars resurgence when Disney Plus came out. And also, I'm not sure if this story is going to make it in or not, um, but I <laughs> was in a relationship with somebody who was like, let's watch Star Wars. And Disney Plus was there and it was like, yes, this is great. Um, and then they tried to make a move mid Star Wars movie and it really irritated me. So I just sat down and kind of like forced myself to binge Clone Wars as like an act of like, how dare you ruin this sacrilege for me? Um, and I fell in love with Clone Wars and it was amazing. Um, but also Andor, like incredible new series. The whole of it, it's exploring sides of the universe that are, you don't see with like just laser sticks um, and force powers, which are great, don't get me wrong, but seeing the kind of day-to-day repercussions of like the empire on people living in different planets was, was amazing. I loved that. I think it's doing... Star Wars what Mando did when Mando first came out is that actually normal people that just want like a gritty drama yes. suddenly watching Star Wars um, because there's so much more diversity in what they're giving you they're not just giving you space wizards um, so <laughs> I think there's a very big it opens a lot of crowds and a lot of avenues for people with like more Mothma and stuff it's giving the kind of like the politics side that, that Padme did that I love from Padme and um, mm. exploring bits of like what it's what it's like to be a woman or women in the Star Wars uh, universe in the same way that, that Leia was without it just being like women is sexualized. It's like um, positions of power and um, the idea of what, how far would you go to for what you believe in. Um, the whole political intrigue side of it is beautiful. Um, and it, uh, yeah, I love Space Wizards, don't get me wrong. But I also love a bit of political intrigue and mystery and, and the tension um, that was there, I think, was built up far more than it could have been if it was just a bunch of Space Wizards. And that's 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 exactly it. I, I think with uh, Star Wars is you, you, you do come for the Space Wizards, but you stay for 
all the other elements that are out there. Um, and I think everyone has their own their own little side side quest, so to speak, that appeals to you. I mean, for for, for me, like watching the originals, it was it was it was never about Luke Skywalker. He wasn't my favorite quote unquote good guy. It was all about Han Solo. Again, not a space wizard, just an outlaw who definitely shot first. I can say you must have been so disappointed when Luke appeared at the end of Mando season two. Oh, I, I was. Imagine, I the was. collective I'm, I'm sigh of, oh, not I, him. It could, have been, it could have been anyone. It could have been anyone, but it had to be Luke Skywalker. But yeah, that's me. I, I don't like Luke Skywalker. I don't like Frodo Baggins. I don't like Harry Potter. What? Frodo Baggins. Frodo Baggins. But, um, oh, I forgot to say my I, show, bud. Sorry. It's Mando. It's got to be Mando. Just the theme of it, it's like a very Western-style show, like particularly season one, the way it's shot and everything. And it's really interesting to explore more of the Mandalorian way. Obviously, we've seen bits of it in Clone Wars, and now it's just great, particularly by the looks of season three, we're going to get a much more expanded view of the Man- of Mandalore itself. So, yeah, it's got to be... It, uh, but it's very close between that and Clone Wars, particularly season seven of Clone Wars. Oh, beautiful. Oh, yeah, Thank heartbreaking. You. Okay, now now that now that Ali said his piece because he's Sorry. finding attention. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we we did get onto the subject of characters. So so let's discuss characters, not necessarily the characters that we that we cosplay, but just just standout characters in 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 the Star Wars universe. I've I've already mentioned for me Anakin, Vader, Han Solo as well. But for you guys, who 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 are the standouts for you? Palpatine, just Palpatine. <laughs> Shocks. There's no other answer for me. It is Palps. We're not going to talk about the characters that we cosplay, however. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a Ali cosplays Palps. Sorry. Yeah, uh, you know, you know. I, 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 I wanted to lead on to the characters we uh, cosplay, but you delve straight in, Ali. <laughs> it's really, it's really Palps hard though because it is Palps is because I think he's so think probably. The way he orchestrates everything is phenomenal. It's beautiful. Um, Recent twist in the Bad Batch. Yeah. Spoilers. Was incredible. The way that that he just pops in and I was like, oh, how did I not even see that coming? It was spine tingling how good that scene was. (laughs) The delivery from Ian with the voice it's, it was just it, and it just showed how clever Palps is like he, he can manipulate a situation when it goes wrong he can just do it on the spot I don't think that was pre-planned I think Palps was proper I can manipulate this to my advantage I will and that's what makes him scary is how clever he is it's not just how, how powerful he is as a Sith Lord it's his mind as a politician as well <laughs> so yeah, definitely. yeah. I think and, that, that, that's, sorry, that's definitely the, the, the appeal of Palpatine is the fact that he, he he's a mastermind. It's not just about things that go to plan. It's about how he reacts to everything that happens around him, which makes it which makes him an absolutely fantastic villain. The second best villain in Star Wars. Oh, really? I, I, I was I was hoping I was hoping for more there, Ali. I was hoping for more. Oh, I can offer more. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say the second best villain in Star Wars is Vader. Um, so he's not. Gonna, he's not yeah, a villain. He's sentence. a good guy. No, he's he's a conflicted character. This is my theory on Vader, right? Does he become a villain? Yes, he does. But the entire time, it's an inside job. So you're saying that literally he went originally, I'm going to join Pals, but I'm going to take him down later. 
He knows what he's doing. He knows no. what he's doing. He, 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 he was Palps' puppy. I can't say the other word because of due to the podcast, but it begins with I think B. He was love drunk. <laughs> I think he was love drunk. He, he, yeah. he desperately was trying to save Padme and would do anything to save Padme. That made him bad. Yeah. Might have killed a few thousand kids. Uh, um, frustra- frustratingly, that kind of. It plays into the Jedi's stupid thing of you can't really have any attachments because it leads to the dark side. And unfortunately, Anakin kind of proved that, even though the Jedi way is wrong as well. Yeah, but Kenobi? Yeah, Kenobi, Can, yeah, Obi, Obi's the exception. <laughs> well, uh, no, right. Yeah. He, here's my hot take I don't agree with the Jedi way. I think Oh, it's that stupid. The whole point is, right, there's meant to be balance and they're trying to um, go to an extreme to get the balance, whereas they should be trying to meet people in the middle. Um, and yeah, it's stupid. Um, and obviously it was going to force people who feel isolated away, like Barris, and people who don't agree, like Anakin, um, but also what they both did were uh, acts of terror. Um, and <laughs> we can't necessarily excuse them just because the Jedi way isn't great. Do it the Ahsoka way. I was going to say, I think it pulls yeah. back into like the whole politics thing, isn't it, as well? It's, it's pretty much yeah. the extreme left against the extreme right. And I think there's, exactly. there's lots of political undertones in Star Wars that people just don't really realise. Um, it's well done. <clears throat> really well done. That was what we yeah. did. I think that, that Andor really highlights that. Oh. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah, absolutely agree there. I, th- I, th- I think you've hit the nail on the head there, love child, with the fact that um, there, there are so many political undertones that you might not notice and you might not get if you don't pay attention. Not to say that you can't enjoy Star Wars if you don't get those, but I just think you you get a bit more enjoyment once you do realise just how political it actually is. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. It, it is mm. like investigating like lots of different areas of the human psyche and the way we act, and that sounds so pretentious, but I don't care because it's true. Like it's investigating what it means to be human. Like most good art should be, um, just with space wizards and sticks and mm. um, giant people wearing black cloaks who may or may not be bad, but definitely killed a load of children in a temple. <laughs> it's good we brought up that Bad Batch episode though because literally that whole scene is them discussing legislation you know it's them discussing a potential bill for obviously certain uh, troopers in the future and um, you know that it's good for in a kids show for kids to learn that at that age sort of that, that. But, but not to manipulate it into their into their well, way it's good for kids to learn political political uh, master, mastery and manipulation. But, but maybe it's a good way for people to learn or kids to learn yeah. um, that the people that you might think are making good political decisions for you I'm are not. working from different motives and you have to... 100%. Uh, Don't become a mini palp. I mean, I'm pretty sure if and when I do have a kid, the only thing he's going to learn from the Bad Batch is that dad dresses up as Wrecker and he shoots laser guns. No, what do you mean big Basically is <laughs> <laughs> Um Favourite characters that I don't cosplay. Um, it's, it's like a really popular one for me. It's, it's definitely got to be Ahsoka. I really like Ahsoka's story because oh, she stands yeah. She stands for exactly what she wants to stand. Um, I think from the start, having Anakin as a teacher, Anakin's very broad and open and he, he'll, he'll stick to the rules but tinker around them and be just about on that line so I think she gets a very different it, it shows in the Barris episode she has a very different upbringing and teaching yeah. than all so the other Jedis and she makes her own choices and that's it 
Well, she's so key to the show now. Well, the whole Star Wars universe because she's in Clone Wars, she's in Rebels, she's in the, now in live action. She's that sort of continuation between all three eras, and she's been there. And I can't wait for her show. I'm excited. She deserves that show. Yeah, hundred percent. For I'm me, she gets all the she deserves. Yeah. Worried but excited. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nervously anticipating. Yeah. Uh, favorite characters for me, um, I'm going to name two. Um, they're not humans. C3PO and R2D2. <laughs> no. Oh, C3PO? Oh, no, I'm, I'm just taking one last look at my friends. Oh, don't. <laughs> so, in, in, interesting, Love Child, that you went with a, uh, a sequels quote. <laughs> it, it would have been funnier if he, in that scene it would have just been I don't even know who you are because no. he doesn't know any of them very well <laughs> only good thing has come out of the sequence is Babu Frick fight me oh Babu, Babu Frick, Frick. <laughs> when can, when, hey. I absolutely love Babu Frick it, it, but sorry Hetty <laughs> Sorry, hey, Sorry, yeah, we, uh, we, we, we <laughs> completely oh, yeah, hijacked that it's ruining my <laughs> uh, tell my us. Voice. Continue to tell us about your love of droids. About my droid boys. I mean, the they're boys. just the best. What about Chopper? <laughs> I mean, Chopper, Chopper is also a, a love, but also a, an agent of chaos, let's be honest. He's a psychopath. Yeah. Why, well, he's my favourite droid. Obviously. <laughs> R2-D2 and C-3PO, like, carry... The, the films they're the link we between do. right and learning how C-3PO was made just makes him so much like means so much more mm. in the the original trilogy and like that the first bit with uh, R2-D2 with like uh, the message from uh, there like Obi-Wan Kenobi you're my only hope like it's just I love them they've got personality yeah. they're cute um, and I would never cosplay them but I will always have a special play, place in my heart for the Dory Boys. <laughs> All right, hey, we'll get you. A, we'll, we'll get you a bin. We'll paint it blue. <laughs> I think you would make a brilliant R two D two. Bleep, bleep, bleep. The dogs. They're, they're the dogs of Star Wars, aren't they? they are. They're the animal companion. Yeah. Um, grossly underused in the sequels. Grossly underused. No comment. Let's not talk about them. <laughs> but I do love BB eight. BB eight was great. Yeah. He was cute. He was adorable. But I missed my R two. My R two really. I the think the problem with BB-8 is it was just a rip-off of R2-D2 to an extent. It though. was. It was. It was just like, here's a roly ball one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think ultimately it was, we want you to love R2-D2, but we want to have our own R2-D2. Here's BB-8. I, I guess, well, I think in a way as well with the sequel trilogy, it's probably going to be well-remembered by the generation that grew up with it. Like, 100%. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, I th and I think that's what BB-8 is. BB-8 is the R2 for that generation. Well, R2, you know, we were lucky because we had R2 from the originals and the prequels. Yeah. yeah. No, I think, I think you're 100% right. R2's best before. boy. That's all I'm saying. R2's a good boy. Right. Okay, then, guys. So we talked about characters that we like. What about characters we dislike? Jar Jar. I know. Jar Jar's my favorite character. Straight away. Jar Jar. <laughs> we got over that can of pickles, Kev. Nothing Oof. against the actor. The actor had to just do what he had to do. But Jar Jar is one of the most irritating characters in Star Wars. Just. Any Clone Wars episode that was Jar Jar specific, I turned it off. I can't watch that character. Wow. He just irritates the hell out of me. And in Phantom Menace, when, what was it, um, Qui-Gon tells him to go away at the start of the film, I wish he'd just walked away. Darth Jar Jar, Al. Nah, nah. 
I do love that it was Jar Jar that was responsible for the rise of the Empire, though. Well, partly responsible. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, Jar Jar was in the background of every single time there was a massive uh, Senate decision. It was. So the theory of Darth Jar Jar isn't that unrealistic, if you ask me. I love the conspiracy theory, uh, so I'll take it. There's only one man that can tell us that answer, though, and George Lucas ain't going to tell us, ever. <laughs> no, of course I he's mean... not. Wait, I think the best thing about Jar Jar is when he was left with whole responsibility of Naboo in the Senate. So he was obviously trusted. Mm. Can't have been too bad. Well, that's it. It was all, a, it was all an act. It was all an act. Well, he learned Darth from... Plagueis the whole time. He learned from Padme, though. Jar Jar learned from one of the best politicians in the Senate. So, yeah. best. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll get there, Hetty. We'll get there. Right, okay, so Jar Jar aside. So, like, one of, my least, one of my least favourite characters, um, and it was, it's less um, that I didn't like the character and more there could have been so much more to the character, and that was Snoke from the sequel. Oh, yes. Mm. I don't waste Andy I was convinced we were going to find out that Snoke was Mace Windu. Oh, that's an interesting theory. That's a theory. Uh, yeah. That's a theory that I found out. Uh, sorry, that I read, that I, I really got behind is that, because let's face it, Mace Windu sort of like, he, he, he wasn't the best of good guys, let's, let's, let's face it. Mm. Um, well, his lightsaber form does linger on dark side abilities. Like you have it to. Does. It does. However, 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 oh. however, he was the best good guy, better than Yoda. Did everything for the Jedi Order, and only the Jedi Order, very and strictly. wouldn't do anything without their. Yeah, very, very, very was, strictly. But when I say he wasn't the best behaved, let's face it, only a Sith deals with absolutes. Well, he did try and like execute Palpatine. He was kind of dealing with an absolute then. Yeah. Still didn't help him though, did it? He got yeeted no, out. It didn't. <laughs> and and that's the thing. Like we, we we yes, we see him fall from a great height, but we've seen we've seen characters in Star Wars fall from a great height and survive anyway, which is why I was convinced that he was gonna be Snoke. Um, a very well known uh, fact. Characters fall down holes or from great heights, they don't die in Star Wars. No, they, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly that, right? Um, Somehow they return. They, they get they get spliced uh, in half. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I just I just feel like they created this big bat, and then they thought, right, where are we going with it? Or oh, we haven't got a clue. We're just gonna we're just gonna bid him off and forget about him. Yeah, I think that's what Hetty touched on earlier. Agreed. With the the different directors, and and there was no real vision, and there was no. I think with a lot of Star Wars, it's very purposeful, and it's it's got a clear vision. They know where they're going with it. It's very story driven. It, Mm, yeah, absolutely. and it feels like they didn't. I think it feel it, it falls down that same hole as I know it's completely different, but Thor's Love and Thunder did recently, where it didn't really have a story. It was just kind of it was a little Saturday kind of adventure. adventure. It was a yeah, section exactly. of ideas without yeah. any kind of coherency. It's, yeah, yeah it had no substance. Yeah, mm, character without the driving. Absolutely agree. Uh, and uh, and like I said, I think you can you can take elements from the sequels and you can enjoy individual parts of the sequels. But I think mm. as, as as an entire story, it could have been so much better. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Shame, really. Yeah, it's a shame. <sighs> I agree with you on that, Kev. Like, again, it's Andy Serkis. They wasted him. Mm-hmm. And he's such a cool character design as well, particularly with the gold-type-looking robes, which is so not Sith. It was brilliant. It was very 
different from what Palps was. As a shame, yeah. it wasn't the big bad. Yeah, I, ju- I just, just wanted to find out more about him, and we didn't get it, which uh, I found uh, disappointing. Did like the way he got killed, though. To be fair, oh, I'll go on with yeah, that. that was yeah, very clever. It was, it was very good way of uh, killing him off. I just feel like that should have been like the finale of the trilogy, right? Yeah, that's, that's how it should have happened in the end. Um, that was a story, yeah. And, but, and but, but we didn't get that. And he's so pushed aside as well, like the start of Rise of Skywalker. It's just him in a vat tank, loads of Snokes. And it's just like, yeah, it's Palps. It was well, Palps all along. That's, that's exactly it. Like, yeah. for, for, for so long, they hyped him up as being the big bad. And then all of a sudden, they just forgot about him, didn't care about him. Yeah, that was a huge... Um, I like, it gets like one mention in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And it's just Palps going, I made Snoke. Again, it was a beautiful line because Ian's saying it. But um, yeah. It's a it shame didn't how pay off. Died. No, it didn't pay off. So my my rant done and Jar Jar aside, any other characters we don't quite love? The Martez twins. <sighs> the Martinez uh, twins. Yes. <laughs> I, I did not like that. That was my <laughs> least favourite part of the Clone Wars, hands down. Oh, uh, I'm gonna dump stuff into space. Sorry, I'm gonna dump space into space. There'll be no consequences to that. And uh, yeah, um no. We spent far too long with them in season seven far yeah. too long and I don't think it really did anything to build or like put Ahsoka's story along mm. um, they, they just felt like character inserts without really much going on behind them there was no um, they only had they one just... good bit didn't they when they were talking about the incident with the Jedi and sort of showing how disjointed the Jedi were from the regular people that could yeah. have been a scene. It didn't have to be... Ahsoka didn't need to spend that much more time with them, and I would have rather mm. not spend that much time with Ahsoka. And I love Ahsoka, don't get me wrong. I think she's mm. brilliant. But I'd rather not had to see her that much um, and to mm. move on um, to someone else and just kind of imagine what she was doing than to see her spend time with people. Again, that I didn't really think were fully developed, like, well-rounded characters. They felt like they were there to, like, entertain <laughs> or take a... Oh, this is Ahsoka meeting some, like, poor people, common people adventurers box rather than like these are actual people who are smuggling stuff and who know not to dump spice into space or uh, if they'd adapted the Darth Maul comic of his um, sort of how he gets from being captured by Palps to where he is in season 7 would have been beautiful yes yeah. I would have loved to have seen that but alas, more time with Ventress and yet again yeah Ventress as well Hunter Ventress. she just disappears off the radar obviously there's the book written about her but she just completely disappears give me a soaker ventress time i'd be really happy oh that would have been good yeah so i think i've, I've got one go on dude we're, we're meant to dislike and it is it, it makes us dislike them as pong Krell. oh god yes. everyone hates pong Krell. Yes. i think I that was he was a very it was it was dislike not because he was badly written he was no, very no. well written. Very, very well written. And everything was meant to make you hate him. He wow. had no respect for, for the clones and, and all these all these characters that you've literally learned to love. And it was one of the most crushing arcs in, wow. in Clone Wars when suddenly they're shooting at their, their own brothers and, and there's a whole revolt in it. Yeah, and yeah, it was such a contrast to how Clone Wars was set up with the first episode where Yoda was like, each of you are like people. Mm. And then you have this like other. He's a thing. prick. Yeah, but but He's you're right. Prick. He was very well written. Mm. Um, I I love to hate Ponkrell. Yeah, I think that's a perfect example of a bad guy written well. Yes. Very. Uh, well. He's, a, he's just a wannabe bad guy. 
he's not he's not even worth the bad guy time. The problem is, he has yeah. the coolest lightsabers in the world. Oh, don't. <laughs> he, looks, he looks amazing. He has four arms and two two double-sided lightsabers. <laughs> Dean, you're not cosplaying him. <laughs> Would be oh. I'm not doing that makeup. I'd cosplay Dex if I was going to cosplay one of them. I think you'd be beaten at Celebration if you did Bong <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Dean, egged. you should uh, cosplay him. Great. Yeah, cosplay him at Celebration. <laughs> no. <laughs> All the clones on, just running after you. On the subject of cosplay, because this is a cosplay podcast, would you believe? Sorry. <laughs> Should we discuss our Star Wars cosplays? I, 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 I will start because I don't have that many. Of course, I do Anakin. I did have Anakin before I found out that a certain person in this conversation did Padme. But I have upgraded since being given the uh, crown of cosplay husband slash cosplay prop. You are. Yeah, you are a prop. Yeah. You're a prop, yeah, prop for me. I've, I've, I've done Anakin at one convention and absolutely loved it. Had a whale of a time. We'll probably do him again at some time um, in the future. But uh, guys, the floor is yours. Talk about your cosplays. Go on, love child. We all want to hear about Racker. <laughs> so, I recently got into cosplay a year and a half ago now. Not long. Not long at all. Um, and I really want to do a clone. Obviously, you haven't just watched Clone Wars. Absolutely buzzing. I was chatting to my mates. Oh, what clones should I do? Oh, I could do kicks. Oh, it'd be cool to make a Rex costume. Um, and one of my mates just looked at me in absolute disgust that I'd even thought that any other clones apart from Wrecker. Um, people that have met me, I'm literally probably the human embodiment of Wrecker, hence Wrecker's <laughs> love yeah. child. Um, I'm a large human that thinks like Wrecker, that acts like Wrecker. I made my first cosplay. Cosplayed in my foam. And then ever since there, it's been a growing obsession. Now I technically own three record cosplays. All record cosplays, actually. Thinking about it when season two is finished. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can't wait to get season two finished. Yeah, so that's that's Wrecker. Um, I've also then got Rogue One Darth Vader. Um, he is my mission to become 501st approved. Um, he has spent many, many monies, many, many hours, lots of swear words. Um, but always really struggle cosplaying Vader because I'm not a very serious person. Um, if you ever see a Vader dancing at a con, it's probably me. Yeah, that's that's my that's my cosplay characters really. Yeah, no, I love I do I love cosplaying Vader purely because of the such a commanding presence. Um, it's really fun. It's not so fun to be in the suit, but it is really fun to be in the suit and walk in the con hall as, as Vader, although it's carnage, because you walk into things and people seeing like videos and clips of it seeing all the cloaks flowing and 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 from what i envisage on the in the movies is very very rewarding well always wanted to do palps but i wanted to do emperor palps but again a certain person called sophie went you should do chancellor palps because not many people do chancellor palps and uh, it kind of went from there one of the most stressful builds i've ever done and probably will never last build I'll ever do but it's been one of the most rewarding experiences doing pals particularly when we do our little senate group with Satine um, Padme and, and Obi um, it's just a lot of fun when you're around cons and uh, it, it's nice that people enjoy a different version of pals rather than the well known one of Emperor I also do Luke Skywalker who I only wore once in May at London last year and I haven't worn him again but 
it's he's due a comeback. It's more just I'm not happy with the beard and wig at the moment. You, you, you don't have to bring him back. I'm going to bring him back. Yeah, he's going to celebration. Best, better I... characters are available. <gasps> How dare you? Well, to be honest, at celebration, my lineup is just palps, palps, palps. <laughs> <laughs> Different it's versions true. of him. Different versions of him. So in, in, in all seriousness, though, your your Luke cosplay does look really good. It definitely does look the part. I think every, you know everyone knows you for Palpatine, and everyone loves your Palpatine. But let's 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 not sleep on your Luke cosplay. You have done well there as well. Oh, thank you. I promise I'll bring it back. It's just general. I'm not happy with the wig and the beard at the moment. And once we'll I work out, the kick, yeah, I need to do, discuss that with my wig consultant. <laughs> Wig consultant. Speaking of wig consultants, yeah. hello, hello there. <laughs> um, so I at the moment only have one complete uh, Star Wars cosplay, um, but that is Clone Wars senatorial Padme uh, with the ridiculous moose hair. Again, this was born from Sophie, who uh, you can find uh, on social media as Kitmith. Regular listeners will be aware of Kitmith as well, because she was in the previous episode. Yeah, and she was like, I want to make this Satine. Ali's going to make this Palpatine. So you have to make that Padme. And I, I was aware of it, and I'd looked at it, and I was like, oh, yeah, that coat looks fine. I can make that really easily. Um, just kind of glazing over the stupid um, wig hat thing. Uh, <laughs> that Padme has on because of course she has to have the most ridiculous hair at all times um, so the first time I made it it was literally my hair wound around a piece of foam with some extensions on and it looked pretty naff um, so then I rebuilt it um, and with some help from Dean for the foam bits I think it looks it looks pretty good now and some of my con highlights in Padme have been coming runner-up in the masquerade with uh, Sophie and her satine um, and also having a pregnancy photo shoot because I'd eaten too much pizza the night before. I'm not pregnant, as a disclaimer. Uh, yeah, I'd eaten too much pizza. I decided I had a bit of a pizza belly, so I had a pregnancy photo shoot with my con husband slash prop, Kev, which my which partner was, was very amused to find out about um, as I <laughs> texted him afterwards. It was brilliant. You could uh, tell you guys were having a laugh. They are some of the best photos. Um, if you check out We Faithful Fuse page, I will post some uh, the night this drops because they're fantastic. And now, obviously, celebration coming up. I'm uh, getting my arse and gear and getting the next uh, Padme itiner itineration on, which is also a nightmare. But what else am I going to do for myself? That's, 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 the, well. that's the joys of uh, Con Crunch, right? Always. And before I let you all loose and uh, discuss celebration, because uh, it'd be pointless me talking about celebration because I'm not going, but... Um, before I let you loose on there, what about dream cosplayers? Has anyone got a, a Star Wars dream cosplayer that they haven't done yet? Because like for me, when I was younger, I, I did a Halloween costume as Darth Maul, and I always thought it would be nice to do that as a cosplay. But I'd also love to do Cad Bane. Oh, you'd be Ooh, a good yes. Cad Bane. So my, my dad put that one in my head, by the way, guys. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a good one, that is. Your dad's on it. My, my dad's it. Coming up with um, the perfect uh, cosplays for me, um, but I'd absolutely love to do Cad Bane. Um, but does anyone else have any dream Star Wars cosplays that may or may not happen in the future? Uh, well, I'm hoping to do Count Dooku in the future. Amazing, uh, nice. Yeah. It's Christopher Lee as well, who is one of, one of my favorite actors of all time, who's grossly underused in those films. Yeah, and he's got such a cool lightsaber like the curved hill. And if people have watched Tales of a Jedi, you'll Amazing. know how 
yeah, you're, you, absolutely. You'll know how much more of a character Dooku is. Um, I don't think there's really any others I do. Maybe, oh, actually, there's an o, um, OG, OC, sorry, Manda I want to do from a little game I play with um, <laughs> in our little group called Thieg, who has a robot arm. Yes. Yeah. So it's probably he'll be in the future if he's still alive in that game. <laughs> Thieg is one of my favourite ever Star Wars characters. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> Thieg nods. Thieg nods. That's all he does. Doesn't talk in game. He just nods. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. I think... I think I was probably lucky enough the last year to be able to start putting Vader together. It was probably my dream Star Wars cosplay, to be quite honest. What are you talking um, about? Ponkrell's your dream one. Ponkrell, <laughs> Pong, I'm going to dream about Ponkrell tonight now. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Vader was definitely probably my dream cosplay to put together. Um, and I was lucky enough that, that I, I could afford to put him together over the last year. Um, I think the only other big build that I'd probably do would be Chopper. Um, it wouldn't be obviously for me to wear. I'd love to put a chopper together and just let him drive around Connor, crash into people and be chopper. Don't think I've got any other big builds as potentially I do. There's a couple of little ones. I've debated Thrawn a few times. Um, Ooh, be good as Thrawn. Yes. You've got the height. That's set. more. I wouldn't say that's a massive cosplay or gonna say a dream cosplay, but it's one that, that I wouldn't say no to. So. Yeah. Personally, I just really want to do Slave God Leah. Um, no, sorry, that's not my dream. <laughs> um, no, I would love to do uh, a Mon Mothma um, from Andor because the, the costumes there are incredible. Um, I, they're, they're just so detailed and so precise. I don't think it's my level of sewing right now, or if it is, it'll take me a year. So I'll leave that for a little bit. Um, and the other dream, um, probably because it might be impossible, is uh, me and Kitmuth are looking at doing Tiplar and Tiplee. Um, which I know Dean especially is very excited to help us build. There's a reason they're animated. That's all I'm going to say. I, I just think that their headpieces are ridiculous and anyone who knows me knows I, oh, um, I love a ridiculous headpiece. Um, they're my favourite, so um, it's a challenge, right? To be honest, hey, like next time Star Wars Celebration, you're going to have to travel to the next one if they're both ready. Just to go to Dave Filoni, like, look what you made us do, and call him out on making the impossible cosplays. I mean, the pieces wouldn't make it. Let's be honest, they're probably not going to be ready until the next time Celebration comes to the UK. Uh, So we've got some time. Uh, um, In the meantime, I'll focus on my other dream, which is the uh, Liberty Dies Padme. Um, It features in the Clone Wars as well. It's purple and it's gorgeous, and the acting is beautiful, and I will be trying to. Uh, pay my homage to Natalie Portman. That's a great outfit. It is a great outfit. Palps has a great outfit in that scene, but he only wears it for that, and it's horribly embroidered. And it's, uh, but you should do it happen. anyway. Well, I, tell, I, I hate to say it, because Dean brought up Thorne, I kind of like to do Tarkin. Ooh. That, Ooh. What, what is it with you and characters with either grey or white hair? I think old I just cause old, old people. <laughs> yeah, he just likes old men. <laughs> he just really likes... The wig, like the spray on hair stuff that I do. Yeah. Thank you, Hattie. You have an old man kink there, don't you? <laughs> yeah. They don't call me Papa Pouts for anything. <laughs> they don't call you Papa Pouts. Hashtag, oh, yeah. hashtag changes the username. Yes. <laughs> Everybody get into the comment section. Yeah, Ali, to change his username to Papa Pouts. 
uh, to be honest, I, 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 uh, there is a bet between me and Love Child. If I get to 14,000 followers on TikTok by the end of March, I will change it. As I'm sure you're all aware, uh, I decided to do this special because Celebration's coming up. Is uh, it? I, I, of course, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going, but here's, here's the open forum for you guys. Talk about Celebration. Talk about what you're looking forward to, what you've got planned, what's going on. It's, I'm it's, very it's honored all yours, guys. hosted it for my birthday party. Um, <laughs> In your honor, birthday. Your my honor. birthday is on the 7th of April. Um, mm. And it just so happens that they they rung me up and asked me if they could organise Star Wars Celebration in London for that. So, <laughs> yeah, can't wait. To be honest, that, I mean, I, I'm it, I'm with, I'm pushing it further away as desperately as I can because there's a lot to do before then. <laughs> I, I um, think we're going to have to do with prep, just prepping on cosplay. I'm not looking forward to the four or five a.m. starts to get people's makeup ready. No. Well, wig caps ready? Yes, Dean. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> Dean. <laughs> uh, we're taking I... some serious steps on that front, though. And, like, we're, as soon as we're talking about cosplay, um, for those who have seen Bad Batch, Rack has got a pretty impressive scar. Um, and I very recently plaster casted my head. Um, and hopefully, going to be designing a all in one latex scar that can literally just be glued on. So Hetty can stop being a drama llama um, and it will take me five minutes to get ready in the morning. For context, um, it took an hour to get a scar on him uh, in London MCM and it melted off his face within the first five minutes. That's a lie. I, I, I always remember Hetty's anger at that. But how are you doing, Hetty? I've just been doing Dean's scar. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the size of my head. <laughs> We I've used a bottle of foundation head. on your head. Ruddy hell. A whole bottle. Did use a whole bottle of foundation. I, I, I think the other great thing about Celebration is we're going to be meeting fans from all over the world. Obviously, so many people coming from America, a couple of mutuals I can't wait to meet, obviously Europe, and it's going to be great to sort of see them in their in their cosplays and you can sort of compare notes and sort of get advice on maybe future things. I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most is the social side of it, of seeing people from everywhere and just celebrating a franchise that's so well loved. It's just in a safe space as well, because as we know, the Star Wars fandom is quite toxic. And yeah, it can be. It is. And it's just going to be nice to be in an environment where you're just there to celebrate it. There's no, you can have your sort of views on certain things, but you can still at the end of the day go and just enjoy it with people. It's going to be four days of just complete and utter total immersion of Star Wars. Absolutely. It's I can't just, wait and... to see all the panels oh, and like yeah. get the sneak peeks. I'm going to sign myself up to as much as possible. Um, so oh, despite mm, being exactly. there in cosplay, I might not necessarily um, get much time outside, but I absolutely cannot wait to to see all like the making of um, anything from the voice actors. Um, because in case you couldn't tell from my handle, I'm a voice actor. Uh, <laughs> no. So any anything like that always gets me excited anyway. And um, seeing all, all the backstage stuff um, I'm so excited for any sneak peeks for celebrating people's cosplays. I want to see the cosplay competition um, because it, that's insane. Like when it's not Star Wars and when it's characters I don't know, but it's, when it's characters I know, I'm just going to be there like cheering everyone on. Um, yeah. I'm just meeting new people as well. Like the amount of cool people that I've met who are Star Wars cosplayers. I think I've been very lucky. I've not been, um, probably because I don't have uh, as big of a following to be fair, but I've not really been exposed to as much of like the toxic side of the fandom. And most people I know who do Star Wars are just my friends and they're cool people. Um, so I can't wait to meet more of them. Hopefully not the toxic people. I think we've got such a great as well, like talking about toxic, toxic cosplay circles and stuff. I think the UK Star Wars scene, especially for cosplayers, 
most of it is pretty friendly. It is. Run yeah. into like big, big toxicity that you, that you hear about sometimes. Um, and I don't know if that's just because I'm a happy-go-lucky person and I don't care anyway, or actually, I think looking at the UK scene, I think everybody knows everybody. Mm, there's yeah. a lot of support and there's a lot of mutual support and there's a lot more love than there is there is hate to be fair I think we're quite lucky on that front we're even all there to help people, each other yeah Sorry, like, even with people across the, the pond or like um, so like Canadian cosplayers or American cosplayers anyone that I've like met through Star Wars stuff has been really helpful but I, I think the other thing with Celebration as well is just like when you've seen what they've looked like previous ones I'm curious to see what's going to be in the con hall itself you know are we going to get Mando Starfighter in there again you know is it going to be specific themes as long as there's a throne for a, for a chance to sit on I'm happy but uh, I think it's just the experience of, of finally having Star Wars Celebration in the UK after was it eight years it's just going to be great there's going to be it's going to be so much there I think bills that we're all putting together as well I'm quite excited for that to be honest oh yeah a lot of new skills and it's pushed it's pushed me quite far pushed me to find easier ways to do makeup um, <laughs> thank you <laughs> but it's also pushed me to like learn into new skills and to, to actually sewing and, and things like that which to be fair for the people who know me um, I'm surprised you probably can't hear them in, in the background but I'm a big printer and I'll, an armor builder rather than tend to run away from them or try and pay somebody else to do them because it's really not my forte but but this time it's inspired me to get cracking and, and go for it to be honest and thank yeah, you yeah. for your help with I like the foam bits and the print bits for our builds are so definitely um Control Pete Studios, my favourite um, printer, and also, um, so for Liberty Dies Padme, I've um, been making or I made like a clay mould for um, the brooches, and Dean very kindly um, helped me cast them in resin, and that was a cool new skill that I definitely would have uh, messed up on my own and wasted a lot of expensive materials. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's cool stuff like that, isn't it? And there you go, there's an example of people working with each other to make things like that. I think the other thing as well, like on, on a Star Wars cosplay, obviously it's a Star Celebration special, but way where I met Faithful and I met Ali and I met Etty and Soph and Jack was through Star Wars cosplay. It was the Senate Meets the Bad Batch. <laughs> we literally ran across batch. the convention hall because we saw the Bad Batch. Um, At that point, I should have noticed that I never, ever want to build a prop for Soph because she, she dropped one on the floor and it smashed to pieces. And she's been we... dropping my props and smashing them to pieces now for the last two years. <laughs> 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 it's brilliant, the amount of things Soph breaks. It's insane. We had been in the yeah. convention hall for five minutes by the time she dropped this gun and we actually had to stop our run towards the Bad Batch so she could go and fix her prop. And then she had to go back again later on to go get yeah. it. Yeah, Star Wars cosplay, um, and that was that was the mainstay. Obviously, Soph then also sewn my Darth Vader capes, um, mm. which looks fantastic, utterly brilliant. Hetty, Hetty with a headpiece. I think I've done everything for Palps apart from his slave. Yeah, that's all you've got to do um, for me is just be my slave. I'm very excited for one of the days uh, for one of the cosplays Dean's doing because it it matches up with one of my Palps outfits really nicely. Like. If, if, if it all goes to plan, you might be... If we can find a mall, let's just say that. If there's any Darth Mauls going to celebration, please contact us. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm going to wrap things up there. But bef before I call it quits, do you all want to plug your socials and everything else? So, Ali, I'll start with you. Uh, so, basically, uh, I'm on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter, but I don't really use Twitter much. It's Infinity Time Master. For now, 
it might change. And Hetty? So I'm Hetty Elliott Narrates uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can also find me on my website uh, where I narrate audiobooks in a much more ear-pleasing voice. And I'm also part of Faithful Few um, on TikTok and Instagram where we do crazy hijinks and stuff and probably less pleasing voices. What's the handle for that? Be Faithful Few. Thank you. And Love Child. Um, so you'll find all my cosplay stuff on Records Love Child on TikTok and Instagram. If you have any 3D printing needs or costume needs, to be fair, um, I'm on Instagram and Etsy as Control and P Studios. And I strongly recommend you check that out as well. He does some absolutely fantastic work. Um, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure talking Star Wars with you all. Thanks for, uh, thanks for taking the time to uh, join me. So there we have it, a wonderful, wonderful conversation with three fantastic people. I really hope you enjoyed that one because we certainly enjoyed recording it. I just want to uh, thank you once again for your continued support. Don't forget to follow me, if you don't already, at KevD Cosplay on all social media platforms. And also remember to follow the podcast itself at Cos Stories with KevD Cosplay on Instagram. Once again, it's been an absolute pleasure entertaining you guys. And I will continue to do this as long as you guys want me to. Thanks again. Speak to you next time.